You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through love. Great to be with you on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. This special bowl edition of the program brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs is helping you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free today at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply with the only Chris level I'm Casey Cowan and Chris we will run the gamut here on this selection for Texas Tech it's going to be the Independence Bowl for the Red Raiders it's going to be December 16th on ESPN 8:15 kickoff God's time that's central standard time as you get the California Golden Bears we'll touch on some pros and cons some things maybe we like about it things you don't like so much about it touch on what Cal has been so far this season Holiday Bowl rematch coming back around. Took them a long time to cook that vengeance game up, I guess, but we're going to get that in some form or fashion. But uh, I got to say, Chris, as far as the path to get back to a bowl game, obviously it was one that was up and down, roller coaster of a season. Didn't know if we'd be talking about a bowl selection for Texas Tech at various points earlier in the year. So credit the Red Raiders for finding a way to get here in general. And uh, yeah, now we have Independence Bowl things to consider. So what's the uh, first reaction for you when you hear this come across and you hear it's going to be Tech and Cal from Shreveport? I have, uh, and I was trying to think, I think I have watched, you're going to laugh at me because I've told you about my Shreveport escapades before. (laughs) I've actually been to this bowl game. I think I've actually seen... I think I watched Oregon and Virginia Tech play one year. This is 20-ish years ago, maybe even uh, maybe 30 years ago. And I watched TCU play Virginia. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a stadium that's been there a long time. It's right there on the on on right off the the, the main freeway. Um, obviously, the Red Raiders have played Ole Miss there twice in a bowl game. Um, it's you know, Shreveport is is uh, there. There's some casino activity and and you know things like that. Shreveport's not just like the the thriving metropolis that some other cities are. Um, it's the home of I think Terry Bradshaw is from there. Um, TV, what uh, up? Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, and, and the first thing I thought of was that uh, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I think uh, it is. It's it's reminiscent of the 2004 uh, Holiday Bowl, which was a a, a big time you know, moment. And I think Mike's kind of coaching tenure, it's kind of when you kind of started to get over the hump a bit and you kind of started to begin your, uh, a bit of a run there when you kind of upset uh, Cal uh, in that one. And they were spurned by the BCS, I believe in favor of Texas, some irony there uh, in this particular year. Um, I don't know a lot about Cal. I think they've won three in a row. They don't really have, you know, maybe some similarities here. I don't know. I guess is your most impressive win at Kansas. Their most impressive win is against. I don't. I don't really know. They 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 kind of muddled through. They do have a three game winning streak. Uh, they've lost their OC. Jake Spavital is now the new OC at Baylor. Uh, they have a uh, twelve to thirteen hundred yard rusher named Jaden Ott. Uh, they've got a handful of guys in the portal. 
you do too. Um, and so, you know, I, cause you, you, you know, I, I see, and we have it like pros and cons. I, I pros, it's a power five team. I think that's good. Yes, I think that, that's a positive. It's not, you know, it's not Birmingham versus South Alabama or South Florida, excuse me. It's it's a power five program against what is, I guess, expected to be uh, a former Pac-12 team and soon to be ACC team. How about that? <laughs> Classic Big 12 ACC I, match. So, so Cal and Shreveport, Louisiana is an ACC country. You know, that's uh, right. We're yeah. going to get a lot of ACC country chance or what? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, so that's a positive. I think playing uh, on a Saturday night uh, is a is a positive from the time slot and all yeah. those things. The, the the negative is something that we've are obviously already kind of uh, previewed, and that it's not ideal for your fan base because of the basketball football scenario on the same exact night. Uh, I'm not even sure uh, where I will be sent yet. I will be <laughs> fortunate enough to be at one of these uh, two events. I'm not sure. Uh, where the folks at uh, at Learfield will say this is where uh, we we need you, um, and so so you know and and, and again, Callan, I think and we'll get into this this week. Who's playing in this game for you? Who's playing in it for Cal? Uh, who's whether it's portal, whether it's um, you know opt outs, whether it's do, do any coaching changes happen between now and and, and all that? And who you know so the, the, these are. You know, but I, I do think, in some ways, that one of the other pros, Cowan, is that it is so quick because you can now kind of maintain a natural routine here. You can kind of roll into some of these recruiting weekends, and you just got to keep your kids engaged for a couple of weeks, and then you're going to play this game. Boom! And then you have signing date the following Wednesday. You can send them home for Christmas and all those things because bowl time is tricky. Trying to how much time off do we give them? When do we get them back? Are they distracted because of finals? I mean, all kinds of, uh, of dynamics. And so I think when you look at it, I think Joey probably preferred uh, this one as opposed to maybe Phoenix on the 26th. I, I can't say that for sure. Really? Why, um, why do you, what would that be rooted in? Well, and, and I think maybe because of the continuity and, and engagement and all those things. Gotcha. Um, but I, I say that, I don't know if he actually, yeah. would have preferred it because, you know, one of the other positives you'd have had by playing a later bowl game is the freshman that would have gotten to uh, practice. I, I say freshman, your signees that right. would have gotten to have practiced uh, more. So, um, I, but I, but I do think they would have wanted to, to play. And cause I mean, and think about it, if you would have gone to Phoenix, you'd have played the day after Christmas against UNLV. So you tell me, you know, you rather play UNLV had a pretty good year now, but you, you rather play UNLV or you rather play Cal. I mean, I don't know. I mean, half a dozen one, half a dozen the other. Uh, and it's not like the power five designation is just all powerful and like a one win counts more than the other. I'm just saying, but I think a lot of people were like, I want to play one from one of the, the other power five yeah. leagues. So. Yeah. That, that phrase, by the way, is extinct as of now, as a matter of fact, doesn't even exist anymore, <laughs> but we'll count them as that, I guess for this go round, I'd much rather have Cal or someone like that, wherever than a UNLV, you beat UNLV, Yahoo, good for you. You lose to UNLV. How embarrassing. And I'm not saying it's going to be that much different against Cal, but uh, somewhere deep down inside of me, I'd, just, I'd rather have the matchup, I think. If that was the comparison, those were the options, I'd rather have that matchup. Like I see, uh, I think Iowa State in the Liberty against Memphis. You know, some of those types of settings and, and matchups, just I think you fared better 
as far as that kind of thing goes, whatever it's worth. Still just two six and six teams. And Cal's kind of interesting because, as you mentioned, they, they finished the season on a three-game win streak. They housed UCLA most recently, 33-7. to I don't know that they have a bad loss. Now, they got smoked by Washington early in the year, 59-32, to and they did lose a four-point game to Auburn in the second week of the season. But as you roll through Pac-12 play, four straight losses in the midst of their conference schedule against Oregon State by 12, Utah by 20, USC 50-49, to Oregon 63-19. to So, yeah, some of those margins are wide. But the teams that they're falling against have been some of the better ones this year, maybe save for the way that the Trojans kind of faded into oblivion as the season went on. But you get what I'm saying. So I don't know really what to make of Cal. Uh, I know that it'll probably be Red Raider heat and Red Raider heat alone that's providing any energy in that stadium. Cal people don't even know they have a football team or an athletics department for the most part. They're like at some robotics competition probably uh, December 16th. I don't know. But I, I like a lot about this. The conflict as far as the basketball deal, eh, I'm not going to get too up in arms about that, I don't guess. Probably a little bit more internally frustrating possibly for Texas Tech. And I, I'm sure some fans, this might affect you know travel plans or things that you would like to do to go see Tech and Vandy or go to this bowl game, whatever. But as far as the matchup and the time slot, I guess those are the things that I'm counting as the biggest pros. You're going to get a Saturday night, uh, double prime time. That's what happens at eight o'clock as opposed to seven o'clock. That's like pregame prime time. Eight o'clock. That's double prime time. So I, I'm grateful for that, and I think it will be for the most part within a distance uh, that's amenable to Texas Tech fans traveling there and providing something uh, that'll hopefully be fun for the team. But the team is going to be comprised of uh, what exactly? And we're going to have to take some more time here this week. Chris already alluded to that to figure out what exactly that roster is going to look like. Uh, but Chris, I, I do got to say, I find more pros than cons. And honestly, when you're in this kind of realm of bowl game, as far as, you know, what echelon you're being slotted into, they just all kind of run together to me. I'm one of those that thinks there's just way too many bowl games. So when you get past a certain point, it's kind of like, all right, one bowl game, how is it different from another? I'd rather be somewhere that a tech fan base can travel to uh, really is one of the things I think of first, if you're considering so many of these others, like famous Idaho potato bowl, no thanks. I don't know how many Red Raiders will be making it there. So uh, those are some of the pros to me. And I, I guess, even though personally, I don't feel all that uh, conish about that scheduling conflict. That's probably one of the few cons to this. I think I, I really don't know. I know some people are like, ah, oh, Shreveport. You mentioned, you know, not exactly the metropolis. They can't all be Lubbock, Texas. All hey, right, so let's not hold it against them. But they serve gin and tonics. They do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I like a lot about this. And honestly, when I saw the matchup, I was a little bit, I don't know if relieved is the right word, but I was happy with it. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Heat up the action and keep the sports flames stoked this winter with America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of Locked On. There's nothing nicer than cuddling up by the warmth of a nice prop bet or a player parlay. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action with their safe, secure, and easy-to-use app where it's all at your fingertips. And of course, when you win with FanDuel, you're always paid instantly. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 back if your team wins. You'd be a fool not to take a bite out of that apple. So get to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today for your shot at $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet that hits with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Fort Worth on the 23rd versus Air Force. I mean, you know, and again, you're not where you want to be. A lower-level bowl game is not what your aspirations were. Um, but making the, the the best of of the situation in the hand that you were dealt, uh, I because you're you know, and in some ways, well, it's like, man, I wish we were in a better game or whatever. Well, you you, you this is this is kind of what you you earned, and but you're thankful for the opportunity, or you could yes. be like Baylor and TCU and some of these other schools that are just like they're they're packing up and uh, you know they're they're moving on with their with their season. And I've already had exit meetings, and we'll see it we'll see in the spring. So you, you certainly don't want to be in that category either. Uh, but uh, yeah, considering what uh, what what options were out there, I mean, this you you could have done far worse. So, and, and I don't. It, it's the, the the fascinating thing is this is the first time I've ever dealt with one of these that's been this early, because the the one the one in Birmingham versus South Florida, I want to say that was on the twenty second or the twenty third, and that was the only time I've ever been a part of one of these that was before Christmas, um, because it, it's. December's crazy for everybody anyways. And considering all the things that Texas Tech football is dealing with right now, you, you've had visitors in this weekend. You've got visitors coming in next weekend. You're, you're, you're officing and moving in a variety of different places right now on, on over at your football complex. They're about to tear a building down that's been there for 15 to 17 years. Uh, within the next 24 hours, that's going to start to be leveled and all those things. And, um, you, you know, there, there, there's just a, and so I, I think though that like, you know, just kind of keeping some continuity and kind of like the fact that it is early, is not a bad thing. Um, yeah. you know, and, and because it's going to, I mean, it's less than two weeks, folks. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like here. you're, you're playing, you know, you're playing, I mean, this is a, we're taping this on a Sunday. That game is two weeks from yesterday. And so, it, it will it will be fast and furious, and you start talking about game planning, watching film, and like, okay, what are we going to do? Who's playing? You know, all that stuff. So we'll get into all that, but yeah, uh, it is, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of wild how quick it it, it will be because this is this is a new new one for me. I really don't think this is the time to weep and gnash our teeth over the level of bowl game. We got to go all the way back to Laramie, <laughs> Wyoming, if you want to begin that conversation. So that one's been in in the dustbin for a long time. So if you hadn't come to grips with that, good grief, catch up. Um, Before we get out of here, Chris, I I wonder, sometimes I feel like as fans, we kind of overblow or overstate the the practice component of this. Like, I know you got to be a really hardcore fan probably to just be watching this anyway. And some hardcore fans are like, oh my God, we don't get an extra 14 days for these practices and yada, yada, yada. I, I just really wonder from kind of an internal perspective, how, how really valuable are those? I mean, what kind of – it seems like a cherry on top to me, but it doesn't seem like something that is life support necessarily for a program. I mean, Mike Leach had extra practices every year, and you kind of were in the same realm every year, say for one or two. So I, what, what do you make of that part of the conversation, the extra practice time? It, it is different now than it's ever been because of the portal and because of the opt-out. And so it, it it does make practice more valuable now for a program than ever before because mm-hmm. you simply could have players that played with you all season that won't or that, man, it's like I'd love to, to help my team win the Independence Bowl. However, I got a lot on the line personally. I'm going to the next level. I don't know if this is what's best for me. You know, kind of, you know and, and nobody could sure. fault anybody for those no. things. 
you know, we, we can't sit in these kids' shoes and like say, well, this is what I do. No, everybody's biased. I mean, it's like, I, I can't tell you how many people that I've seen. Yeah, Florida State's not one of the best teams. I mean, like, come on. They would have gotten worked this and that. If you if, if you put Texas Tech on that helmet and Texas Tech on that jersey and they are 13-0 and in, in a league, you cannot tell me that you don't think Texas Tech would have gotten absolutely screwed. So we all come at it from a, a, you know, a standpoint of what we want and all that. Right. But from a practice time standpoint, it is different now. There's going to be more freshmen that participate in this bowl game than, than in any other year because of the, the dynamics of the sport now. That's just the reality of it. And whether it's starter or too deep, so those practices, you're you're witnessing the jump start of your spring, you know, spring period or whatever. Right now, you know, it just so happens at the end of this one, it's not a red and black game. It's a game that's televised and it counts. You know, it's and not very much so because this is a difference in a winning or losing season this time around. I agree totally, and they give you a trophy for it. You know, red and black, uh, the red and black game. You know the. Uh, the, the the battle for the 806, I think Joey calls it. It's like the winning the winning team gets ribeyes, the losing team gets chili dogs. And so, but no, this this one, this one they put a they put a trophy up. Uh they put they'll put it up in the in yeah. the you know the bowl in the, in the stadium and say, Hey, you 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 were here, and they'll they'll put the logo on the truck as far as you know, uh your 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 truck that travels with your equipment across the country and all that stuff. So, you know, this is yeah, a little more meaningful, but it's it is different. I mean, yeah. it really is more so now than really ever before because of the dynamics we just laid out. I'm going to we'll go. Try- Josh. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was saying we'll try to do some of that as we get into uh, portal entries and all those things as we kind of roll along uh, this week. Yeah, and there's one particular guy I'm really wondering about on December 16th. I'm going to go Shawshank on you and wonder if there's going to be anything in that stadium that says Brooks was here. We've got questions. To uh, I guess ponder and maybe we'll answer at some point over the next couple of weeks as the roster comes into shape. Portal entry list is growing, so we're getting into that on the next round. Coaching carousel radar is still turning fast and furiously as well. I feel like I've said fast and furiously 100 times in the last seven days regarding a bevy of topics, but hope you'll join us for the next episode because we're getting into that and more, of course, getting set also for the Independence Bowl, December 16th. It is Tech and Cal. Looking forward to doing it again with you there tomorrow, Chris. Appreciate the time today, man. Uh, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the next round. Aaron Rodgers' alma mater will go down <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. They're still crying over not being yeah. in the BCS. Run and tell it. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope that if, <laughs> if they're a winner uh, this time around, can we get uh, Cody Campbell to carry the head coach off the field again <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was cody and mike smith wasn't it uh, I, I care i, mike, I remember mike, cody mike and smith that. had the mike smith had the the flag yeah, uh coach in Leach the background is... you know there was all kinds of stuff legendary yeah. image uh yes. and yeah that that was quite a boost for that era of texas tech football and uh maybe this will be one of sorts as well though very different dynamics obviously going into this one so let us know what you think pros and cons in the youtube comments how you feel about the matchup And uh, we'll see you for the next round coming up tomorrow on Locked On Texas Tech.